I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Pocket Buds, a back pocket podcast where I talk to my best buds about video games and stuff. This week, we're talking about govens. Before we get on to govens, though, let's talk about word games in general, because govens is a word game. Word games, to put it simply, are games that involve words. Think Scrabble or Wordle. Scrabble was made about 85 years ago and since its inception has been one of the big influences for most grid-based word games that have come after it. We wouldn't have words with friends without Scrabble or people who insist on bringing Oxford dictionaries to board game nights. And then more recently with Wordle, we saw a fairly simple idea of guessing a five-letter word in a trial and error process. But not only was it the guessing game that got people into it, it was the opportunity to brag to people online about your huge pulsating genius brain when you got the word in two to three tries. But what else is the word game world doing to keep itself fresh? How can a word game be more than just a game with words in it? Sometimes word games will reach into other genres or even game mechanics to bring something new to the word game world, when they're allowed of course, we'll get to that later. Classic DS game Scribblenauts brought words to life to solve silly situations. Upcoming indie game Cryptmaster requires the player to dungeon crawl using fighting words. Hell, the castle of Eliv Thade on Neopets requires the player to solve anagrams with every three steps they take. These are all, in my eyes, very cool examples of how games are constantly finding exciting new ways to play with words. And another game that I think does this very well is Gubbins. Remember how I interviewed Sam Barlow while I was in Sydney for South by Southwest? Well, that wasn't the only person I talked to during that week. I also talked to my mum, but that's completely unrelated. For this episode, I got the chance to talk to Darcy Smith. 
Darcy has been in the local games industry for a number of years now, working at League of Geeks as the project lead for their digital role-playing board game Armello, before starting his own studio alongside his partner in crime, graphic designer Jessica Shippard. So was the beginning of Studio Folly with their first game, Govins, coming along with them. Govins is a word game, but it's also a roguelite. It's also a twisted postcard maker, and it's also a mobile game. On top of all that, it's out right now. In the lead up to its release, I got the chance to chat with Darcy about how the game came to be, what mishmash of two games it almost was, and which YouTube vlogger came out of the woodwork to get Govins out there. My name is Darcy Smith. I am, I guess, a game designer, game director-y kind of guy. You do a lot when you're working for a small studio. I work at Studio Folly and we're making gubbins, like a silly little word game about making swear words and um, sending deranged postcards to your friends about it. Yeah, awesome. So how did gubbins come to be? Well, I like we were, Jess and I, my business partner, fiance, business partner. Mazel tov. Thank you. We were like figuring out what we wanted to do. It was like COVID lockdown. I was like applying for jobs overseas and then like hiring freezes across the world happened. Mm. And we were like, Jess hasn't worked in games. I have like a, a bit of a, like I've got a career in games. And um, we were just trying to figure out what cool projects we could do together. She's a graphic designer, like an epic uh visual director and um mm. i think she was passionate about making a game that has like good type because so many games have like chiller font <laughs> yeah and she was like i want a game that makes like let's just go like simple color and then um nice type and we will go from there and that's how it all started really no but that's actually such a huge thing because like i mean this is a i guess a leading question but yes how important do you think font is in games i mean i think that everything like basically anything that you can care about like you should like the best version of a game you care about every single thing and i think that a lot of people just take like text for granted because it's just easy Mm. like you just chuck some text in and it's done whatever fonts who cares but you know i think that if you invest in niche areas you can like untap like you'll you'll resonate with like brains that are fucking like wildly passionate about that stuff and we have people come up to us all the time like you know this the the text in this game's beautiful the type's beautiful and yeah and you know yeah. we're like okay we're doing something it's something's working what gubbins does really well is its ui is gorgeous yeah yeah was there a drive for the ui to look as good as the rest of the game well i i, I think that we have a perspective it's almost like this is not it's sort of like a non sequitur but yeah. it's why we don't want ads in our game for the same reason which is when you open a game you're in the game yeah. like so if you're in a menu and your menu looks and feels like mm-hmm. shit like sorry that is part of your game it's not yeah. just a menu it's kind of like you know, uh, you would never sit down and watch a movie and like have like a shitty word document as like the credits up front, yeah. Like because you, they're trying to set a vibe immediately. Like you're that is part of the movie. Like and the treatment of the credits and like uh, and and all of the stuff that needs to happen is like definitely a piece of what you're making. So I don't want ads in my game because like imagine if you like booted up like not that we're Nintendo or whatever, but imagine if you no, like you're booted Nintendo. up. Yeah, we're basically Nintendo. You're, you're we're kind like, of like the Nintendo we're kind of, of like Australia. The new Nintendo. 
Nintendo. Kind of like Nintendo <laughs> of Australia. You yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. Very clearly. One to yeah. one. But like imagine if you like boot up Breath of the Wild for the first time. You're like yeah. crawling out of that cave and it's like, no, 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 no. You get the, the landscape like shot of Hyrule and then an ad rolls. Like that's fucked. Like that's kind of funny. And it'd be funny. It's like it's like a good, it's a good meme, but it also yeah. like people would just, it, that, that is your game. That's I, I think that that sort of disrupts the experience. And uh, I guess the same goes for menus, which is just like the, it should feel good and it should feel fun. And like, I, I mean, I if we get time, I will probably like even try and fold some sort of mini game into our menus because like yeah, anything that can t- anything that can be touched could, can be fun. Anything like, could be a game. Anything can be a game. Exactly. You can go for a walk and you can turn that into a game. Sure. Yeah. You, you got to just go step don't on, step on the cracks. Someone's, oh, you break your mother's back. Yeah. I did once and she's in she's in hospital. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, she's totally fine. My mum's in good health. Oh, that's good. But maybe that's I should call her. Yeah. Have you stepped on any cracks lately? I did earlier. I like oh. I, it was like a 10-year streak of not stepping on any and then I oh. I messed up. Uh-oh. I got to call my mum. Call your mum. Call your and, and this is right now. <laughs> right now. Special guest, Darcy's <laughs> yeah. Is she mom. out back? Did you get her? Did you prepare her for this? You're not going to believe this. <laughs> She's Darcy's mom. <laughs> Julie. <laughs> Why is every mom, every second mom, is, their name is Julie? Have you noticed that? Are you just, I think it's like confirmation bias because that's your mom's name. <laughs> well, like, the only mother that I have that, is Julie and that's clear. Like, that would be like 100% me. of my mother. Names are Julie. That would be record. like me saying, It's so weird. There are so many mums called Fran. And that's because my mum's. <laughs> well, the name other is half Fran. of mum's names are Fran. It's just Fran and Mums Julie. can only have two names. Fran or actually, I'm going to you know find you in five minutes after this. I'm going to find yeah. you someone whose mum's name is Julie. It's going to be so easy. I promise you. You said so many mums are Julie, and immediately multiple mums I know that are called Julie came to mind. Telling so, you. like, you're actually, at the end of the day, you're actually kind of right. I know. And that's, no one likes it. No one likes that I I'm right. It. I know. But <laughs> it, I, it's a curse that we all have to bear. It makes me really upset. Because, like, I, when I'm right, it feels really good. But when others are right. No, no one likes No, especially it. with me. Something about me. People like, mm. he shouldn't be right. It kind of feels like, because, like, you, have, you say things with the confidence of someone who might be telling a fib. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, like, confidently telling a fib. Yeah. And I think it rocks. Thank you. However, when it's true, it's like, oh, damn. 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 But also, good. Thank you. You were talking about ads. Yes. You know, you make it a mobile game, right? Yeah, yeah. And big thing with mobile games is if they're not paid for upfront, yeah. the monetization can come in a lot of different forms. And one of them 100%. is ads. But you're yeah. like, fuck them. Well, I just think that they're like, that's your game. Like, I know that they work. People, but like, there are buzzwords thrown around. Mobile sucks. I really don't mm. like it as like the corner of game development. But people go like, you know, oh, opt-in ads, like they increase retention, like, and make people, people like games more when there are ads to opt in. And it's like, that's fucking bullshit. Like, that's why, that's why Breath of the Wild don't have a big fucking button that Zelda can hit with a mallet that mm. brings up an ad. Because like, if that, if, if that was hoggers, then they would do that. Yeah. Where trying to monetize in a way that makes sense to us and a lot of stuff that works like you know soft currencies and and ads and stuff like that just don't interest us we're not good at it we don't know about it so like i don't want to invest the time and effort to get good at something that takes expertise like Mm. these people that do this stuff are very good at what they do it's just not my cup of tea have you ever played any games that you find have done monetization well in a mobile game (sighs) 
I mean, I, there are elements of different games that I like a lot, but there, there are also, usually there's never a game that has done it like flawlessly. I would say like, I love Marvel Snap. I mm. love that like the big driver for like their their monetization stuff is like just really great cosmetics. Yeah. And some of those cards are just like so sick yeah. and how they celebrate the artist names and like, you know, and you can collect a set and like, mm. you know, that kind of stuff feels amazing. And the cosmetics are fold into the progression track of unlocking the collection in a cool way. I love that game. But then like they'll run like a purchasable come up and that it'll be like a hundred dollars real human money for like a variant skin of a card you already have yeah and you're like that's just shitty like someone's gonna do that make that purchase when they like they're high on life and they go a mash i'll take this hundred dollar thing and then have like potentially weird consequences in life because of it like because they're just hopped up on dopamine from your game i think there's like a responsibility that we have as like game makers to like you you build engagement and you make people love the things that you do and i think that it feels super weird to be like here's this thing you love do you love it how fun is it how sick is it you having a good time bam pay me a hundred dollars yeah you know some cases you know maybe they're the heir to like some sort of lord or something and they've just got an endless bank account that they can just like smash stuff through but i don't know making your game and then like fine-tuning it to make people spend money is like different yeah i think there's something and obviously, you know, hashtag not all mobile games. Yes. But I think there is almost a an element of trickery when it comes to monetization with a lot yeah. of mobile games. And and it feels like you see it in reviews on the, the app store. You see people going like, this game is good, but it got to a point where I couldn't play it anymore unless I spent money on it. Yeah, 100%. I, I don't know. To each their own and, like, I, I don't know. But no one's, like, really responsible. It's just sort of like an industry movement, like, um, that, that I guess are, like, key industry players and mm. critical games have kind of defined over time, like a slow-moving beast or whatever. Mm. But um, it's just ultimately at the end of the day, rather than, like, throwing stones, it's just, like, it's just not my bag. Yeah. Like, I don't want to fine-tune my game to get people to spend money. I want to fine-tune my game to just be, like, dope as shit. I will ask, how are you doing it then? Making money from the game. So we're going to do, like, a Wordle thing. Like, and this is funny because everyone has their own values based on sort of free-to-play stuff and people feel very strongly about it. But Mm. we're going to do a Wordle thing where you get to, uh, through the, you get to play a couple of games, like, to understand it, like a tutorial-type thing. Mm. And then you get a game a day. And, like, I think when people see our game, they go, oh, like, a game a day doesn't feel like enough if they don't know the game. But the game, like, can take, like, 15, 20 minutes for a single game so you get a game a day for free so you can do the daily or you can do a different game instead of the daily or whatever and then you can pay to like break down the limit there's also like gubbins so the gubbins are the friends that like power ups like tools or like things that mess you up and some of those will be paywalled as well so we're like dancing with the devil a little bit but but you gotta make money somehow i mean we got it we got it like i want to make another game we've invested like three years of our life into this so if no reason was involved or no consequence, I would just put it out for free. But that's not a viable move for totally. us. It's like business Darcy needs to like have some sort of like sense. But I've had like multiple meltdowns about this. Three years of development, correct? Close to, yeah. Close I mean, it started years. slow, but yes, three years. Tell me all about it. All about it? I mean, All about it. I mean, we got started. Once upon a time, we were making, like, basically that started as, like, Tetralingo was the name of the game. Whoa. Which feels weird, that, doesn't like, it? that was literally the name? Yeah, because it, it was, like, Whoa. Tetris, but with words. 
And then like I was sending prototypes yeah. around and the game sucked and we were sort of like up against a wall. Like we were kind of just like trying to figure out what the fuck we were doing basically. Mm. And um, Andy Sum of Crossy Road fame yeah. um, and 420 Blaze It fame, he like basically got sent me a message because I like did a blast out to some people that I sort of unashamedly approached and said, hey, play my game. What do you think? Like yeah. this is what we're doing. And he was like, lol, you can't make this game. And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, the Tetris company is like the most aggressive games IP. Like Shh. the Tetris IP is the most aggressively protected yeah. like IP in the whole of games. Right. So Tetris is like mega So they, they come out of their cave every five years and just eviscerate everyone. They have patents on game mechanics. Yeah. So which is quite unheard of. It's very regular for games to take a game mechanic and then patent it. That kind of ends up being like a, a bit of a weird hurdle. We find out in this process that many different word games and many games start as Tetris but with words. Interesting. And we also find some quirks like this could be the reason that like lots of the Bejeweled style games like Match Match game, 3. Yeah, like those games like they very irregularly are flush blocks. They're always icons that are floating Yeah, because Tetris have like a vague patent that says that they like they own like flush blocks falling together. Right. Which is like so a lot of like tinfoil hat on that's like sort of moved the industry in a way that's like in a weird tiny way yeah and so that kind of had a huge effect on well that yeah i mean we just kind of like reworked what we were working on um and it was kind of like some things that we didn't like and some things that were weird and some things that just weren't good and then we just started riffing on like what our version of a word game could be like and one thing that we liked about the the sort of tetris thing is that like sometimes you would have two letters that are stitched together and that's like a cool it's almost like that in itself like if we just have a game you move every all the gubbins all the bullshit all the color and everything just a word game where some of the letters are sti stitched together that's yeah. already the bones like the skeleton yeah. basically and then we just kept working on it we're like okay we want these like power-ups and then we want like okay well like let's maybe the power-ups are just like these cute little objects and then we get an illustrator on and we're like so we want these like cute little objects in our game and he's like oh and they're characters and we're like oh yeah they're yes yeah. they are characters they are. you're 100 percent right. <laughs> and so we got zach on board and i mean cat cat our composer was already on board at this point and we we're like do some jazzy tunes that sort of happened like early on she's the first person that we sort of worked with aside from programmers Sick. um yeah we got jazzy tunes in the works we got zach making some weird freaks and then we ended up getting georgia chris who's an amazing animator to take these illustrations like zach Zach doesn't really illustrate with motion in mind. Like he yeah. doesn't really, uh, he hasn't really done a lot of animation stuff. He's ma majorly just sort of like set in sort of static stuff. Yeah. So he draws in a way that doesn't consider like how things move. And yeah. I think that then Georgia takes that and with her brilliant mind makes it move. Um, and, and that feels like the secret source of like, more or less, like, if you take color and block and type and stroke from um, Jess as, like, the creative director, mm. and then you get Zach making these weird guys with these rules, these colors, mm. and then you get Georgia moving them around. That's, like, the secret source of, like, what the game sort of, like, looks like. Um, and then you take years of iteration on, like, how to seamlessly, the game seamlessly present a tile that you go, oh, this is really helpful. That's just crazy. Like, that, there's so much that the game is doing to like make you feel smart yeah um that no one will no regular person will ever know and that's like that's 
that's what Gubbins is, basically. Yeah. And a real cool thing about Gubbins as well is the postcard system. And so what kind yeah. of inspired that? Would you like to explain the postcard system yeah. and so, then say where it came so from? So basically you, at the end of a game, or if you if you fancy midway through the game, you can make like sort of inspired by Instagram stories, you can make like a little collage postcard thing, but you can, you, you can only use the Gubbins that you've used that game, like in terms of like stickers um, and then some other stuff that we've added, like some extra cosmetics. But uh, the main thing is the words that you've entered in that game are yeah. the words that you can use on that postcard, basically. So you can make a little like collage thing and then you can share it with people. You can post it online and stuff. And like because the game encourages you to make swear words and mess around and make dumb memes about it, you, you end up with like very deranged postcards. Oh, yeah. Like v- immediately just like everywhere and i'm i'm really hoping that when we launch like november 14th mm. that the world like is lit up for a while with like sick sick disgusting feral little postcards absolutely and why did you want to do that i think that like a lot of games go like they'll make a game and then they just like slap a share button on it like chant like tell your mates and it's like why like why tell like you've what? just you've just put like a share button in your game because you just think that that's what you're meant to do yeah and we were like i i think we saw like wordle success um in like share they, like the that little sharey widget thing and like i think that they made sharing fun like yeah i think that that they made like they were like they found a way where you could share how well you did without spoiling the game and i think that that's genius and we were like well we want to do something i know we want to do something that's sort of more fun with sharing because we know that we're not doing a multiplayer game so we want it to feel sort of social we want to like motivate people to tell mates about it and like share fun things and we were like well, what if we can make it fun like what if it was like an instagram kind of like little postcard maker and in the latest patch of the game that uh, is about to go live um, for te- the testing crew, and this mm. is how the game will ship. We combined the score screen and the postcard maker. So instead of having a, like they're just one screen, and the postcard that you start with is just like a list of your best words and a little summary Sick. of the game. So you can just like generate like a little a little scorecard basically yeah. and share that and save that or whatever. If you or like. you can make your own and it's just like copper like meat and yeah, it's on the TV. Exactly. And yeah. that's genius. I think that that's the last one I did. I'm trying like me. I was trying to think, I'm like, what was the last Gubbins postcard I made and it was Papa Like Meat? Yeah, good. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
But yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's some classics like I'm peeing, I'm weeing, I'm horny is like a classic awesome. one. Yeah. I'm peeing, I'm, I'm weeing, I'm, I'm horny. horny. Yeah, that rolls. <laughs> yeah. Just like and someone made Aurora Borealis at this time of year. The whole fucking phrase. And I'm like, how did you That's get Aurora Borealis? Like it's two separate words. I can't believe it. Well, I mean, I think that's a really special thing about Gubbins as well is like the freedom of the word game too. And and mm. what made you guys want to go outside of like what's allowed in Scrabble and, and you know, use those proper nouns and go for cuss words I as know. well. Well, because like when you play Scrabble with mates, like you do the cuss words. Like you do, you you could make a better word, but you make butts. You you say yeah. you say shit if I'm not yeah. allowed to say that. You're allowed to I'm say that. I'm allowed it. to say that. You've got uh, it. And like, because you're like, <laughs> like, you yeah. know, you're just like having a beer you're or like, whatever. You're like, I'm playing for 14 points. <laughs> Seven points. Yeah. And everyone's looking at you like, yeah, all yeah, right, yeah, yeah. okay. And that's like, and we want to encourage that, especially with the postcard sort of like thing folded in. Then like names and proper nouns kind of just came through our dictionary because it was like basically just the dictionary was too loose and had a bunch of proper nouns. We were like, yeah. fucking leave them in. Like, who cares? Like, well, like people are just like, oh, London's a proper noun. You're like, fuck off. Okay. It's, a, it's a city. It's a word we say. Like, I, I kind of don't, I don't care. Like, no one at a table has ever had fun when someone goes like, um, actually, that's not a word. That's not the fun part. That's not the playful part. That's not the the part that we want to celebrate. Mm-hmm. The the part that we want to celebrate is just like, yeah, London. Nobody likes a Scrabble tight ass. I know. Especially it, when exactly. you're playing with multiple people. And like, we had a, we basically had a crossword where, where we're like, are we narcs or are we just letting people chill about it? Yeah. And I, I mean, it was a clear for me. I was like, I, it was very a, a very clear decision. But people, some people are upset about it. Really? Yeah, word game purists think that like we've committed some sort of sin. Um, and I mean, take a hike. Think I care? Do you think that like? And that's why you know people are like, is this in American English or UK English? I'm like, it's fucking both. It's all. You can just do, you can spell flavor with an O-R or an O-U-R and I don't care. Do you think I care? Is this I'm... in wing-wing or wah-wah? Shut up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like... Is this pee-pee or poo-poo? Yeah, like what are you I saying say, to yeah, me right now? Like, like, do you think I care about these trivial little questions? Oh, and like how would you spell, like shut up. Yeah. Just spell a word the how I, you would The spell idea it. is like just if you think it should probably work, then it should just probably work. Yeah, just that's, do it. That, and that's sort of like, I mean, we wholeheartedly believe that. Yeah, I think the fact that word game purists are a thing is very cringe, very sad. Yeah. Like, do something else. Yeah, I mean, uh, like, yeah, I think that there are many other better things that they could do. Because you know what they could do? What? Just play another word game. I know. There, there are, are so many, many. There are many that exist. There, you know? I wouldn't say that there are many that have great little guys little yeah. creatures well that's a unique thing about us and that's what's beautiful i remember writing an article when i was still at kotaku for gubbins yeah and it was i think the i don't know if it's the second one or the first one because i did one when it was announced and i did another and they do like you talk about gubbins one more fucking time we'll kill you <laughs> no um but i did a graphic for it 
because mm. I wanted to show off a few of the gubbins. Yeah. And I wanted to do it in one <laughs> yes. picture. It was such a funny oh moment. Oh, my God. Because there were, there were separate pictures of the gubbins, but there wasn't one where, like, an example of, like, three, let's yeah, say. Yeah. So I made my own. Yeah, yeah. A 16 a, by 9. Yeah. And that ended up getting used. People just took that image and just, like, pasted it across the internet. It's, like, one of the most prominent images, like, associated with that game. And they went, image, studio folly. And I'm like, and guitar. Australia <laughs> yeah. and Ruby I did yeah. nothing I did squiggly lines yeah, in I mean them. it's it's a solid like Jess was like is pretty protective with this stuff but she's like at least it was good yeah. like it was good it's so funny how that's so how it goes you spend like years curating and perfecting a thing and then someone's just like oh I'll just make a, an asset real quick and they're like everyone's like yeah that's the one it's so that's bizarre it. yeah. it's so so bizarre well, what's kind of been like the response to how Gubbins is and how Gubbins looks we will always be until it's out and until we've made any money we're like slightly fearful just because like mobile games are so unreliable like that whole Mm. it's just such a like a chaotic um and turbulent industry um that that like doesn't really have much space for indies at the moment um we're, we're like a bit scared always but i mean the the feedback has been overwhelmingly positive mm. basically like everyone just for the most part people just sort of like um it sparks joy you know like and that's that's undeniable so i mean i really hope that it like plays out in in practice like a big part of this is kind of like a, the data game of it all like will you resonate enough to retain x amount of players and yada yada, yada which are that boring stuff but it is a part of it but now we've got internet science dad hank green Tell uh, me more about that because that is such is a that, fun, random little thing. Yeah. How I mean, did you and Hank Green come to be? It's crazy. He just like, we did a video and we're like sort of, it starts on TikTok. The story starts with TikTok. We were told about people that, that sort of like work on TikTok a bit. They're like, if you just see like a, a TikTok that's doing quite well, like try and like take their format. Like don't jack this. Like you got to use your own content and thoughts and um but just take their, their format. And so we just saw a video that was doing quite well that was just like a little introduction, like, hi, I'm blah, 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 and this is my game, this is why I made it, and and whatever. Yeah. So we make this video, and it doesn't go viral, but it does very well. Like, we yeah. get, it gets hundreds of thousands of views. Um, I and would it's call sort that of, viral. I would say, like, um, I feel like a mill is, like, viral. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. It, well, it wasn't, like, ba- it was, like, baby viral. Like that being viral said, like, like, minor or something. Viral, for me is getting in the hundreds of thousands because that means hundreds of thousands of people have seen it. And then on top of that, you don't know where else it's being shared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But go on. So, I mean, yeah, that's interesting to think about. Um, But So basically, uh, we just get like a comment. We're just like, we just see that like Hank Green has commented on this video. And we're like, that's crazy. Like, because I know know his stuff and I like, you know – he yeah he's just like some cool guy that explains like he'll just be like how does the cell work like you know and and he's always seems lovely and funny and weird and interesting um and uh he he basically he comments on it and then like a couple of days later we realized that he's like followed us and we followed him back and he sent us a message but in the chaos of the like the notifications we've we've missed this message we've we've left hank on red for like a day or two and then i like hit him back and i was just like hey oh that's crazy like he wants to hear he's like i'd love to hear more about the game or something something like that so I go like, yeah, I mean, you're probably super busy and I probably need time to mentally prepare to talk to you because you're Hank Green, and, yeah. you know. And I was like, can I book you in like 
Thursday or something. And he's like, well, you're awake right now, aren't you? And it was 7.30 a.m. I'm in bed messaging him from my phone. Like uh, my dog's like sleeping at the foot of the bed and stuff. So, I, so I'm like, well, who am I to deny the man himself? Like also I was like, at that point, I'm like, he blew into our lives like a breeze. And just like he is arrived he yeah. could he could just evaporate yeah you know so i was treating this like i should just get on a call immediately because if i don't he might just forget that we exist and because he's a busy guy right he's mm. got a million things going on so i get out of bed and i'm like on a call with him until like you know for like an hour and a half and he's really just like hearing us out like what we're what we're up to and what we think is interesting like where we want to be like he sort of like is probing is like have you ever considered being a non-for-profit like and stuff like that and I'm like no I haven't that scares me and he's like why does it scare you and I'm like because I just had never considered that like I haven't even made a dollar like I don't even know what it means to like take all of the profit and give it away and and he's just kind of like he's almost just like sizing me up in some weird like shark tank way (laughs) like but he's like I think he's done a lot of these kind of deals and works with a lot of people so I think he's he's apt at kind of just like asking the right questions to like really get to the bottom of like what people are up to and why and I think that I guess by the end of that call he sort of we had passed the first test whatever that may be Mm. we gave him the build him and John played it and I think John didn't like it that much uh (laughs) But I, he really? might like it a little bit. I, John I don't, I don't, Green does not care for guns. Yeah, John, Hank, for every amount of love that Hank has, John has hate. No. Do, dude, I, you know what? That's actually so tr- For every hating John, there is a loving Hank. <laughs> That's it. I think they're both very loving. I, I just don't know if he was like, I, I don't think it like really hit for him as hard mm. that, as it did for Hank. He might just be into other kinds of games. That's, That's it. Or none at all. Who or none knows? at all. Maybe he's not a gamer. Yeah. So basically, like, we, we sort of started talking figures, like, you know, the idea of, like, owning a percentage or what that would look like or what deals sort of, like, he's he hasn't done any game stuff. So we were just right. kind of, like, figuring it out, really. And I, yeah, we ended up landing on a deal where he's just like, he just wants money for charity, basically. He's setting us up so we get propped up and then we give money to charity in the process. So he gets to help a small business and he gets to hopefully give us a leg up and we're more stable and we get to do more good. And then he hopefully gets a return on like what would just be a big investment into uh, a big charity donation, basically. That's the story, basically. And he's like, he's a very lovely dude. He's extremely busy he's got a lot going on in his life right now he's a, he's a lot of the time he's like very very lovely but also very like business oriented like mm. if i try and like catch him up in a goof or like have an aside he's just like he he just like straight back on track straight back holy on track. shit yeah yeah that's crazy yeah It'll, i'll be like hank it's crazy you're on dimension 20 that's so sick like i'm a big fan of dropout and you know that that stuff i love sam rush and and you know game changer and all that i'm like dimension 20 that's awesome that's crazy brennan lee mulligan what up and he's just like yeah so gubbins uh anyway next step and <laughs> i'm like he points cool, he's man. like don't talk about that <laughs> He's like, don't you ever fucking say He says, say we're not talking about that. <laughs> well, he, just, he just ignores it. Like, he basically, like, it, it's not even mean. It's not confrontational. He just, like, glides by. Like, yeah, he's ethereal. like, yeah, cool. So, anyway. I think that he's just got, like, you know, probably so many, like, personal friends and family he probably would prefer to talk to. <laughs> Do you think he's just done so much different stuff in his life that, like, doing all this stuff doesn't kind of, he doesn't clock it as, like, an amazing thing, but rather, like, 
you know, it's just another day day in his life. I, and I don't I don't mean that in like a, a fuckhead way. Yeah. I mean it more in just like a, a what a colourful life he's led. What's happening at hand to him is more important than talking about, you know, any different thing he's doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that we're just like, I mean, he's got a lot going on and we're like our little line item on a bigger sort of like a multi-pronged, you know, year, mm. month. I also respect that he's focused. Yeah. So. I, I I mean, it's super sick. I, I, a lot of people sort of like comment this now that it's all public. They're just like, you know, one day I wish, like, if the world was run, like, if all of the billionaires in the world were behaved like Hank behaved, the world would be a sicker place. God, it would. That's exactly the case. Like, the man has a reasonable amount of wealth. Like, he's probably not probably not equivalent to billionaires and, like, corporate mm. magnates and all that. But, like, as immediately just uses it to see if he can just make the world better. Very admirable. And I, I think a big part of us sort of pursuing this and being really excited about it is just the proximity of being sort of, like, in cahoots with him because we just love the idea of like learning his ways and extracting points of wisdom when we can. Because if we can operate like him, you know, I'd love to be able to do that shit yeah, in man. the future. I mean, like if people with fuck tons of money, like let's say a, a guy that like rhymes with like Chilon mm. Dusk, <laughs> just like one day decided, you know what, I'm just going to put heaps of money towards indie games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like reputation just Through completely changed. Yeah. You know, 100%. you can be a fucking loser. Yeah. You can be a huge fucking loser who sucks, but if you put your money in really cool places, yeah. then like it's fine. You yeah. can be the bi biggest loser in the world. Yeah, yeah. Not like the biggest loser. That show was crazy. It was crazy. I think about it every now and then. Yeah. So unrelated. I just like said a phrase and I was like, but makes They're you like, think look though. at these fannies. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to try and get healthy. These fannies are going to get fit. Yeah, yeah. And you're going to watch it. It was them. weird. It was a fucked up thing though because it was like they were falling back on the thing of, no, but we're helping them. But yeah. like, why are they getting eliminated? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like they're like you're eliminated, doomed to yeah. your own habits. Stay fat. Like it's yeah, like, what yeah, do you mean? Yeah. Like, you're eliminated. Here's twelve donuts. <laughs> <laughs> they're like we're gonna and make a it worse for you. Yeah, that's it. yeah. Like it, it was it was anyway. You're eliminated. You need to put all of the weight yeah. back on. And we're gonna sit here and watch while you do it. Yeah. Yeah, that would that sucks. <laughs> Imagine yeah, if they did up. that though. That'd it's be actually fucked really up. Fucked up. <laughs> the Gubbins. Yes. Anyway, pulling a Hank Green. So Gubbins. I mean, yeah, it's it's a, it's really sick that we've landed in this place. It's also just like a bit grim. I think it kind of speaks to the fact that the indie sort of space is just a bit messy at the moment. Like, Ooh, yeah. I, and with with mobile games, like I think that there was like a sick in the era of like you know Crossy Road and Fruit Ninja and like you know Jetpack Joyride and on all of these like you know. Is that like plain aerospace control or something like that? Mm. Um, there, there are like all these sick mobile games that are just like dope. Um, and it just kind of all went away. And it's it sucks. Like, I'm not like hugely passionate about mobile games, but it just like it, it could be a better industry. Yeah, it just feels like bureaucratic bullshit. So we don't have like cool little fun things that go bleep bloop, you know? Like Yeah. And and as well as really helpful, the most thing I'm passionate about is that mobile games have historically been like 
have a smaller scope expectation. Mm. So when a studio's starting out and they want to make something small or they're doing it part-time, like historically a mobile game would have been a really great place to start, to move on to other bigger things in a safe way. But now like, you know, teams kind of come out the gate and they like are forced to just like push into like a big, you know, indie monstrosity. Like, and and I think that many teams kind of like implode or, because if you've got like seven people and you're all working for like a couple of years it's like congrats you have a two million dollar game like how are you how are you getting two million dollars when you're starting out right yeah so you know for us it's like it's kind of like half that it's a dystopian to need a like a content creator to basically like touch like a like a beam of light to mm. just like bless you you know yeah, but it's, it's also weird. awesome. It's it's awesome. Oh, I love it. I'm I like. I, but it's also fucked. It's super cooked. It sucks that like there's you know giving to charity is awesome. Ch- giving to charity is really sick. Sucks that we have to. You know that's the kind of situation. It's kind of like uh, you know it sucks that the indie games are in a weird spot right now. Like mobile games are in a weird spot right now. But it's super sick that like Hank's on board. That's dope. Yeah, that's dope. That's yeah. sick. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, we're kind of running out of time a little bit, sad. Yeah. So how can we find out about Gubbins? Uh, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Have you seen the internet lately? It's got a release date. <laughs> uh, yes, November 14th. Check it out. Uh, yeah, it'll be on Android, iOS. Um, you can check it out. The Studio Folly on the socials or look up Gubbins, TikTok, Instagram, internet. Mm. We're on the internet. You're on the internet. It's a whole new thing that was. Oh, man, have you heard about around. that stuff? A it's little crazy. bit. A little bit. Yeah. I tend to avoid anything I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get it's not, scared. It's not good for you. Well, but, thank you, you know. so much for joining me thank today, Thank you so Darcy. much for having me. Do you have any last words you'd like to say before I kill you? <laughs> Is this the end? Thank you so much for this interview. It will be your last. It will be the last. This is a total non sequitur, but the other day I was laughing about the fact that we're in the height of COVID. You like go into like chemist warehouse to buy some meds and they like hold a fucking gun up to your head like they're going to execute you. And then it turns out to just be like a temperature gun. Yeah. It's weird that there wasn't a warning for it either. They just go, they just, oh, you're go, coming like, in? They're, they're like, execute you. Gun, yeah. to, gun, gun to, to the head. head. You're fucking, yeah. yeah. Thankfully, we live in Australia though, where like, you know, we don't really have to worry about yeah 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 see if i was in america i would have shot back yeah <laughs> killed that man that was trying to check my temperature <laughs> look people probably fucking did dude we just that's messed grim. up that's true um no other words i'm i am fully sated gorgeous well thank you for coming on thank you and a big thank you to you for listening. If you're liking what you're hearing and you'd like to hear more, consider supporting Back Pocket over on Patreon, where you can get access to our lovely Discord full of all sorts of buds. And if you support us at the silver tier and above, you can get access to the bonus episode of this podcast as well. In this week's episode, I tell a perilous tale of my experience at South by Southwest Sydney, and we hear from a bunch of developers about their favourite games at the showcase. Hello, I'm Simon Boxer, and I run Twice Different, which is a Melbourne-based indie studio. I'm currently working on Winnie's Hole mm-hmm. and the Dungeon Experience, so a bit of a double whammy yeah. here at you South got, by Southwest. You got your hands in two pies? Two holes, two, two pies. Yeah, you've got your hands in two holes. <laughs> two pie holes. And hey, if you really like what you're hearing, why not give us a five-star rating on whatever podcast platform you're using? Better yet, why not give us a nice little review? You can also find us on Twitch, where we've got our main live show every Thursday from 7pm. And on TikTok, where we're constantly posting very good stuff for you to cast your big, beautiful eyes on. And then there's the socials, all our Twitter and threads and whatnot, which you're also welcome to get around. Once again, thanks for listening. And as the loving Hank Green would say... 
Bye. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.